0: Thank mm-hmm. you. proud to be part of the authors on the air global radio network for many years now since she first started writing books julianne walker has been probably my most favorite romantic suspense writer uh when she first started the black knight series um I've had her on the show numerous times because I'm so impressed with how she writes that one year she actually won our romance book of the year. And um, I'm thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to be one of the first people to talk to her about her new epic tale of sacrifice, friendship, and the awe-inspiring power of love. If you've not had a chance to read this amazing trilogy called In Moonlight and Memories, you have missed out on an epic, epic story. I told Julianne Walker in the green room that I thought this was her opus magnus. It has to be. It is one of the most profound, character-driven and emotional books I've ever had the pleasure of meeting uh, and reading, excuse me. And uh, months after Julianne gifted me with copies of the book, I am still thinking about it. It still gives me chills. And when I go back and read part of these books in the trilogy, it still Always invokes such an emotional response to me. I am so honored and so proud to have my friend Julianne Walker back on Authors on the Air. Hi, Jules, welcome back, and congratulations on an amazing trilogy of books. Thank you, Pam. It's so
1: good to be back. And after that introduction, I don't. I feel, I feel like we should just stop the show right there. Buy the books, everyone. <laughs> Pam said it all. <laughs>
0: know i um there's no doubt that you can write romantic suspense and as with the black knight series and the deep six series but this book is something i remember you telling me had been just churning inside you for many many years as you were writing the other series and i have to say That those who are used to you writing romantic suspense should not be afraid to dip their toes in the water of this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful epic tale. You know, thank um, you so
1: much. I I appreciate it. I hope that they do. I hope that readers do. You know, um, it's like Stephen King trying to write some sort of contemporary. People kind of snub their nose at it. It's me the same way trying to write women's fiction or a contemporary love story. Women are, or my readers are very much used to romantic suspense and they're a little bit hesitant to try me on anything else. Um, but I, I think it's a really good story. It's the story of my heart. It is the story that has probably been in my head the longest and, um, I'm super proud of it. So I hope people give it a chance.
0: I know you loved it and, and hopefully I, when others read it, they're going to love it too. Well, I, you know, I look at your reviews and I know that, that there are people who love, love, love this trilogy, I want to explain that, and I want you to explain why you decided first to self-publish, but second to release the trilogy at the same time. Because this is really important for people who don't understand how traditional publishing works. Will you share what right. we talked about in the green room? <clears throat> sure. Sure. So um, I
1: actually turned down offers from traditional publishing houses who wanted to put these books out in hardback. And the reason that I turned down the offers um, from the traditional houses is that they wanted to publish the books a year apart. That's very typical for a traditional right. publishing model, right. um, and particularly in hardback, is that they'll put out the first book, and then they'll, you know, wait six months, and then it'll come out in paper book, and then the, six months later, the second volume will come out in hardback, and so forth, and so on, um, but for a couple of reasons, one is that I feel like we're a Netflix society, and we like to binge our entertainment, um, Yes. secondly, I just felt like this story really lent itself to be read all in one fell swoop. And I told the publishing houses when I was considering the offer that I really believed that the way to get people to not read the second book was to make them wait a year for it. I thought yes. that, you know the story needed to be told all, all at once. Um, but I couldn't get anybody to get on board with that um, in the traditional publishing route. So I just took a big leap of faith and decided to self-publish them. And we'll see how it goes. It's a totally different animal that I'm used to dealing with. I've never self-published before, but um, it was a steep learning curve. But well worth it. I mean, it's been exciting for me.
0: Oh, my goodness. Maggie Cash and Luke are amazing, yep. amazing characters. Will you tell us a little bit first about Maggie Maggie so, um,
1: May Right, Mag, Magnolia May Carter um, So she 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 kind of has a tragic tale In that her parents they, The the trilogy is set in New Orleans And her parents were victims of Hurricane Katrina So she lost her parents when she was young And um, she feels a bit responsible For them, readers will have to read, read The books to figure out why she
0: feels To find out why their
1: death. But Right but, but so, you know, she has a fairly tragic sort of youth and teenage years until she um, finds a best friend who's also sort of a loner and lonely like her, and that is Luke Dubois, Lucien Dubois. Um, and they kind of meet in school, and they are two lonely kids who have a passion for Harry Potter and a passion for heading to the library after school, and that's how they kind of become best friends. Um, And then Lucian Luke is a, he's a country boy, born and raised on the bayou. Um, He has an interesting past as well due to his mother and some sort of shenanigans that she got up to. Um, And Luke's always kind of had more than just a friendship with Maggie. At least that's how he's always felt. Um, She hasn't, he's always kept it to himself though. And then enter the picture, which is Cash, who he's a transplant from New Jersey And um, he becomes best friends with Luke and um, woos Maggie in the process. And that's kind of where it all starts back when they're young pups in high school. And then the trilogy picks up 10 years, actually 12 years later, um, when they're adults. And that's where the books begin. The characters are so
0: rich. But also, I have to say that New Orleans also plays a big role as a character in this book, don't you think? Right.
1: Oh, absolutely. I love the city. I love the city of New Orleans. I can't remember who said it. Someone famous said that um, America only has three cities, New York, New Orleans, and San Francisco, and everywhere else is Cleveland.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) and That's great. And even though I love Cleveland, too, you know, I live in Chicago, love Chicago, too, there's kind of some truth to that. You know, if you plop yourself down on one of the major thoroughfares in any of the big cities in America, you wouldn't really know where you were, except for if you were in San Francisco or New York or New Orleans, because all of those cities really have their own sort of, culture and vibe and heartbeat and you know when you're in them um so yeah I've always loved New Orleans I love the the food and I love the music and I love the um atmosphere no one is the there. everybody just yeah. yes everyone just accepts you for who you are and where you are in life and it's just such a laid-back um accepting environment but I just love it there and so yeah I think that that came through in the book I think my love for the city came through
0: in the story It certainly did. It is a love story to New Orleans as well. I want to let everybody know that Julianne Walker is with me for a little while tonight, and I'm going to open the phone lines if you want to call and say hello. The number is 347-633-9609. That's 347-633-9609. We'll be taking calls as they come in. Or not, because I want to talk to Julianne Walker. You know, um, we talked earlier about fans who are used to your romantic suspense. The Black Knights um, books were so wildly successful, wildly successful, and – and I loved every single one of them. There's not one of them that I was disappointed with. You, you know me. I, I have your books on my shelf. Most of them signed. And <laughs> right. um, Wild Wild Ride is still my favorite. I don't know if okay. how everybody else feels about that. It's you know that was the, the same. That, it's Ozzy. He's a favorite. Yep. Yeah, Ozzy's <laughs> always been the one that I, you know, I, I've always clamored for more Ozzy, and then you gave us Ozzy, right. and I was thrilled. But it is not unusual for, for writers who write in romantic suspense to also want to dip their toes in the water of other types of romance and love stories. And right. even though there is some suspense, it's not quite the same as the dangerous suspense of Black Knight's. Right. It, however, does have suspense in wondering what is going to happen with these three, and I don't think I'm giving anything away when we see a different Cash than we did when he was a kid. Absolutely. You know, he's yes.
1: yeah. yeah,
0: and As an
1: adult, um, he is struggling with some things that he definitely was not struggling with when he was a teenager. Which has and changed the inter- him. It's changed his And the interesting thing is. Changed- Yes,
0: it changed him a lot. And the interesting thing is these three people, just on the human level, love each other very, very much. They support each other. They love each other. There's been a lot of time passed since they've seen each other. But it seems like they kind of picked up where they left off. And that's actually how the book opens. Um, Right. Which you I think said
1: is that, pretty true. I I think all of us have those friends that it doesn't matter yes. if it's been two months or two years. Yes, As soon as we see yes. each other, it's like no time has passed. We pick up right. I, and I, you know, those are always your true friends. Those are the Those friendships that last your lifetime. And so, yeah, that's definitely Maggie and Luke and Cash. They have those lifetime friendships. It
0: really is true. And um, I also want to say that this book, evoked a lot of laughter. Um, yeah. I smirked an awful lot. I was ready to go and play every kind of music associated with New Orleans, including zydeco and <laughs> yeah. jazz and everything else. And yep. I looked, I had to look back on, you know, the food and everything else. It was just amazing. Did you research by being feet on the ground in New Orleans I know it's one of your favorite places yeah Yeah, tell me about that so
1: so when I decided that I was actually going to write this trilogy um, come the end of my contract writing Black Knights Incorporated I went and lived in New Orleans for two months and um, that got me started and then during the writing process I moved back to New Orleans for another two months so all total I lived in New Orleans for four months and Pretty much everything that, you know, all these scenes and places that Luke and Maggie and Cash go are some of my favorite memories from living there. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was definitely boots on the ground for me. And I just, like I said, I just love the singing. I think that it's so unique and it has its, it's just, it has its own character. um, And I wanted, really wanted that to come through on the page. Like you said, it is a love letter to the city. So it really is. I'm so glad
0: that you said that because that's kind of how I wrote it. Yeah, I I really feel that I felt immersed in the entire city, and um, and it was pretty cool, you know. And here's the here's God. an observation that you may not know. I have never been to New Orleans. I will be going. Oh. And, but um, <laughs> I will be going, but um, but it, I've never been there, and um, I I was kind of afraid to go because I know it's kind of body and rowdy especially on Bourbon yes. Street. But but right. you you had so many different places that are right. are go-to spots for these three and I thought, "Oh my god, just from a historical point, it would be so right. much fun to do that." you know? Yes,
1: absolutely. So, I can tell you that, uh, the having lived there for four months, you don't catch the locals on Bourbon street, you know, that's only for the tourists. Right. And so that right. pretty much came through in the books too. They're, they're Maggie and Luke and Cash are locals. And, and I think you only catch them on Bourbon street once <laughs> the rest of the time. They're in all the other wonderful places that new Orleans has, but isn't as famous for,
0: you know, and that's true. It is, has such a rich history and such a rich culture. Um, I want to ask you about your love of travel. You and your husband travel so much. I mean, it is your goal to, to land in every country you can before you, before you die. And, and we've talked about this before, but you keep going back to New Orleans, don't you? Yes, I do. I do. I, it, if, if I could have my
1: way, I would probably live there, at least part-time. I would be a snowbird, you know, and I I would just find that nice weather in the winter winter in the wintertime. You understand. You live in Florida, yes. so you completely understand yep. where I'm coming from. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Fingers crossed if the fates ever conspire to, you know, make me a millionaire, then I will be buying a place in New Orleans and probably living there half of the year.
0: See, I say that about the lottery. I'm going to go to, like <laughs> – <laughs> Some place that has cold weather for just a little while, you know. <laughs> and, right. And so I, I understand the desire. Um, how long did this 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 trilogy take for you to write?
1: So it took me a year to write all three books, which is actually fairly quick for me. Um, and I think the reason was that it it, it it just poured out of me. It had been in me for so long that when I actually yes. sat down to start writing, I just never wanted to get up. I mean, I, I didn't want to go to bed at night because I was so excited to write the next chapter or the next scene or whatever. And so, yeah, it just came pouring out of me. And um, and then, of course, you know, then there was the editorial process and the copy editing, right. editing process, which takes a right. while. But, yeah, to really just get the book finished and done the first draft to where the story was the best that I could make it before a second party came in and took a look at them. That was
0: one full year. So
1: yeah. Wow. Year that's a lot writing. of writing.
0: That's a, that's a short, it's a lot of writing for that short period of time. Right. Um, Are you, are you loving your stories?
1: I, I really, I really am. Um, Like you said, this is sort of, it's, it's a story about it's <laughs> most people are expecting it to be straight romance, um, contemporary romance, and that's kind of what it's listed under, but I don't you and I talked a bit about that maybe yes. it should be listed under women's fiction as well, yes, because when i when I tell everybody that it's a love story and it's definitely a romance, but I always say it's a romance plus because it doesn't follow the sort of genre right that romance
0: does yes yes
1: that romance does this is very much i don't want to say bigger but it's just a it's a different it's a it's it's a much broader scope than what we're used to what i'm used to writing anything
0: i've ever read okay unlike anything (laughs) i've ever read i well i hope that's good (laughs) the friendships between these three characters are so powerful and their motivations and all. um And I will tell everyone that after reading the third installment of the trilogy, I wept and wept and wept. It was just, oh God, I get emotional thinking about it. It was, it was such, it was so beautiful. And the way it played out, there are other scenes in the story that do not necessarily focus on the romance but on the friendship and those right. of us who have longtime friends you know I'm thinking back of the my longest term friend who I've known since five and here we are you know a hundred years later and still friends and we can still talk and everything um right it it, it just I I can't label it romance I can't label it you know, I don't know how to label it, but women's fiction is as <laughs> close like, as it's going it, to come.
1: I, I know. That's what I tell everybody. Yeah. I say it's romance. It's women's fiction. I say it's general fiction too, because it yes. really is a story of friendship. Um, it is. And, and and it's a love story on top of all of that. So yeah, it is. It, it's a it's a sort of genre bending tale. But um, it I'm really proud is. Of it, and I'm
0: so glad that you enjoyed it. Thank you, do you have long time friends like this jules i I absolutely do. I absolutely do. I
1: have um, friends that I've made in adulthood who will be my friends for life, but I also have childhood friends that I am still in touch with and speak to almost on a daily basis um, Wow so yeah, absolutely it just i I think you know those of us who are fortunate enough to have those types of friendships um, realize that Even I mean, there are are usually the romantic relationships are what we focus on in life, but our friendships to me are equally as important. Those staunch people who are there with you through thick and thin, and who have your back no matter what. I don't think that there are enough books about those types of relationships. I agree. And so I wanted to write one of those books. I wanted to write one of Uh, those books, but you know, also stick to what I know, which is love stories and romance. So this kind of covers both of those things.
0: What year did you start writing Black Knights Incorporated? Um,
1: So I have to always go back and do the math. So I was published in 2012, which means I started writing the first one in 2010. So So nine years now I've been a writer.
0: So four years into the nine book series, You had this idea about this particular book or trilogy in Moonlight and Memories.
1: Right. So Black Night Ink was actually twelve books, and at it was when I was writing Ozzy's book, which yeah, it was when I was writing Ozzy's book, which was book nine in the Black Night Ink series. See, that's where I'm stuck. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I know. I know. Everyone's stuck on Ozzy. But yeah, so he was always. Such a friend to everybody in the group yes. of the Black Knights, and I really yes. love that part of his character that his friendship with everybody. Um, mm. and I don't know if that was sort of this kind of the spark that um ignited for me to write in Moonlight and Memories, but I just really, I just loved that part of him. And I thought, I want to write a book about long term, staunch friendship. So, in Moonlight and Memories, kind of. For the next five years as I was finishing out my contract for Black – or next four years as I was finishing out my contract for Black Nine Sync, In Moonlight and Memories was simmering. And by the time I actually sat down to write the trilogy, um, I had a notebook. And I mean an entire notebook full of notes, character descriptions and snippets of dialogue and scenes and everything. So, yeah, when I say it poured out of me, it literally just poured out of me. My fingers couldn't type fast enough on those keyboards.
0: It must have been exhilarating as a writer to have that happen to you.
1: Yes. I I have talked to other writer friends who have told me that that is
0: a once-in-a-lifetime experience.
1: I hope that's not true because it was wonderful. I would like to experience it again. But, but yeah, if I can
0: only have it the one time, then I'm glad it was with this because I'm super proud of the books. You should be. um. You know, I I don't want to diminish Moonlight Memories because it's absolutely fabulous. You also write the Deep Six series, and the Deep Six series is a little bit different. And maybe, I I don't know, I think they're like the Black Knights on Water. (laughs) It's
1: how I kind of look at them. Yes. So it's treasure. I mean, it's still romantic suspense. So we're still talking ex military, and, you know, there's still um, bad guys that need to be vanquished and good guys that need to get the girl in the end. I mean, it is definitely straight romantic suspense, but it's got a little bit of a twist in that it's, um, I think it's more action adventure than, yes. the, than the, the usual romantic suspense. And so, yes. yeah, that one has, Deep Six has that bit of a twist. And the people who are hankering for more romantic suspense from me will be pleased to know that i am currently working on deep six number three so hopefully that's going to come out next year in 2020 so yes there will be more romantic suspense
0: from me for everybody who's clamoring for it so you're doing the prequel that's hot as hell right are you doing (laughs) another book uh,
1: I'm doing deep six number three. So the prequel is already done and then there's book okay. one and two are out. And then I'm currently right. working on book number three and it'll be a six book series all told. So I probably will work on books three and four and then mm-hmm. <laughs> readers may kill me, but you may be excited that I have another, I think it's going to be a duology, but it's going to be in a similar vein to in Moonlights and Memories. It's going to be <gasps> a, but it's gonna be a road trip book yes oh, so it's going sort of to be Americana it's going to be Americana type of story and um, like this in Moonlight and Memories is sort of a love story to um, New Orleans this will sort of be a love story to America as where the characters are driving cross-country type of thing so yeah but it's going to be it's going to be more like in Moonlight and Memories and we'll see how long it takes me to get that one out but well, hopefully I love- not too long.
0: My favorite thing is, you know, friends to lovers books, and right. um, and in Moonlight and Memories is kind of that, and right. um, and more. I mean, it's it's like a right. steroid version of it. So, I, I'm sure readers are are happy to know, and your fans are happy to know that you're going to be doing more of the Deep Six, and you're going to be doing a duology, which I love cr- like crazy. <laughs> Um, tell everyone where they can find you, on the web and so, on social media. Yes.
1: So I am found on Facebook at Julianne Walker Author. And I am found on Twitter at J.A. Walker Author. And on Instagram at Julie Ann Walker underscore author. And you can find me online at my website
0: at com. So I want to just let listeners know, listeners and readers know, that um, the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network also has a book review staff called the Book Review Crew on Facebook. And they reviewed Julianne Walker's In Moonlight and Memories, and every single one of them called me and said, oh, my God, we... We Cried Like Babies. It was an amazing, amazing book. So let me just pick a little bit something out of one of them. Be prepared with extra box of of tissues when you start book three. You're going to need it. But keep reading. (laughs) The end is worth it. These three (laughs) books are meant to be read together. The story flows seamlessly from one to the other and together they are a complete whole, which, and that's W-H-O-L-E. Well, I knew what was coming from the first sentence. It wrecked me when we reached the inevitable conclusion. Told in alternating points of view, we see that all three of these characters are thinking and how they are tied together. I fell in love with these characters in this city that define them so that uh, is the trilogy moonlight and memories the uh, the fabulous fabulous writer julianne walker my friend for many many years now i think you were one of the first people i had on when i started weren't you i think i was
1: i think i was yeah what an honor (laughs) and oh my gosh we're getting old
0: (laughs) oh my god
1: jules but you know something we've got so much more to do
0: don't we it's true true. there's so much more to come it's very exciting thank you so much for allowing me the pleasure and the honor of speaking to you the book's just released go to amazon um, buy in moonlight and memories and please 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 put a cherry on top and leave your wonderful review for julianne walker jules i love you darling. Love you, too, Pam. Thank you so much for having me back on. It's always thank- a pleasure
1: to be author- oh, on Office of the Year.
0: Always a pleasure to be with you. Thank you, listeners and readers, and thank you, Mom and Dad. I'll see you later. Mm-hmm.